Hi, I'm Ellen, and I think David Tennant is the best Doctor. Hi, I'm Jaslyn, and I don't know the difference between Chardonnay and Sauvignon Blanc. I thought you were going to follow it up with, like, this is the best Doctor. Well, clearly the best Doctor is Matt Smith. <laughs> yeah. Alright, um, I don't know the difference either. I think Chardonnay's sweeter, isn't it? Or is that Pinot Gris? Uh, no one really knows. I think Chardonnay. That's, I don't know. Oh yeah, good point. Okay. I don't know anything about alcohol at all. I used to think I didn't like Chardonnay. Mm. But I think I do. I love Chardonnay. Um, apparently there's this phrase, ABC, anything but Chardonnay. But I'm not sure if my friend Maddie made that up or not. Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently it's like the least classy wine you can drink. Except for Riesling, maybe. Is Riesling a good wine? Riesling's a sweeter wine. Uh, okay. Maybe we should ask your brother. Jason's brother is a wine expert. Yes. You're only allowed to drink dessert wine out of the dessert wine glass. And if you drink it out of the bigger glass, you get in trouble. <laughs> Welcome back to Wine Expectations. <laughs> Has your brother ever listened to the podcast? Probably not. Does that mean we could have a whole episode slagging him off and just call it like Gilmore Girls and he'd never listen to it? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we get stuck for eight years. Okay. So today we're actually not talking about Jasmine's brother or wine. No, we're not. Or the doctor. We are talking about ghosting, meaning apparently a lot of people don't know what that means. I don't mean like an actual ghost. Ghosting is something that you can do when you just disappear without anyone noticing at a party. That's one version of ghosting. But also you can ghost on a potential romantic partner that you don't want to be a romantic partner anymore. So it could also be called the fadeaway. Or different? Ghosting is more, uh, is less fading and more, they're just gone. Gone immediately. Okay. They're gone immediately. Like a ghost? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but the fadeaway is like, you can make contact less and less until you just, one day you just don't make contact. Yeah. I think everybody has a story like this and some very kind people sent in their stories today. Okay. This one is from Kim from the Harry Potter Revisited podcast. Oh, cool. They go through Harry Potter books chapter by chapter. Sounds perfect for you, Alan. I'm actually planning my own spin-off podcast, which will probably never happen, where I read Harry Potter books for the first time as an adult, because I didn't read them as a kid. (laughs) (laughs) That's the idea of the podcast. All right. Wow. What did she say, Kim? She says, I was ghosted three months into a relationship. Went from having the seeing only each other discussion seeing each other two to three times a week and talking every day to him basically falling off the earth. It was abrupt at the time, but looking back, I can see that there were signs. He was supposed to come to a Halloween party with me and he texted me to say he couldn't make it. Work needed him. I texted him back that it wasn't a big deal. I texted him the next day a couple of times, tried to call him, nothing. I tried a couple of days later and again, nothing. I tried one more time after a week and then took the hint. Not a peep in three years. I still have his number in my phone, but I changed the name to Seriously. (laughs) So that way, if I ever get any kind of contact, I can remember what he did to me. So I asked him if she could text this guy a message that he couldn't reply to. What would he say? And she says, I've honestly seriously considered texting him randomly throughout the years to say, what happened? But I'd want a response from that. If I could send him a text that he could respond to, I'd say, instead of telling me you didn't want to see me anymore, 
You vanished. You gave me no closure. And that makes you a coward. You made a selfish decision that caused me months of turmoil, hoping I'd at least get an explanation until I was able to accept that it wasn't happening and move on. Fuck off and fuck you. Wow. <laughs> wow, Kim. That's amazing. That's a hell of a ghost. Yeah. If I put myself in her position, I think I'd feel equally as angry as, and as far down the line as well. Because, yeah, like she said, she never got that closure. Yeah. Your feelings are valid, Kim. Like, why do you think that was okay to do? I don't know. Why do people do that kind of thing, I guess, is like our first question. Because they're cowards, I guess. And they're like, oh, I don't want to hurt their feelings. So it's the opposite of staying in a relationship. Mm. To not hurt someone's feelings, it's aborting the relationship. (laughs) Just aborting mission. And my first instinct is like, she thought that they were in a relationship, but he didn't. But she Ah. said... We had the conversation that we're only seeing each other. Ah. Like, come on. What's this guy's deal? He sucks. We were watching the US office today. And you know the episode where all the women go with Michael out on a, sh- a kind of a shopping date? Oh, yeah. And they all, they all sit in the women's bathroom because they're not there. And it's really nice. There's a couch in there and everything. <laughs> <laughs> and Jim says that him and Karen, who he's with in the episode, have been together for six months. And then Ryan says, oh, I thought you were just kind of hooking up. And he's like, no, we were in a full-on relationship. And he was like, oh, did Karen get my email? And then he said, yeah. And then Jim just says really calmly back, although he's in a relationship with Karen. Yeah, she's not really all that interested <laughs> right now. She doesn't want an office relationship. And then, and then Ryan says, I don't want an office relationship either, even though he is also in a relationship with Kelly, who works in the same office. Poor Kelly. So what was I point on that? Oh yeah, that was just Ryan denying that he's in a relationship with somebody. And Jim kind of coming across like he's not in a relationship either. And that's kind of an interesting portrayal of how one half of the couple can think they're very serious and the other half of the couple can think, actually, we're kind of more casual. Yeah. Or for convenience sake, they can say, actually, we're more casual because they're sly dogs. But if you've DTR'd, come on, he's not scared, you're just a big chick. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so this story is from an anonymous source. I started talking to this guy on Bumble for about a week. Lots in common, same vibe, all seemed positive. Then met up for a drink, which seemed to go great too. We were still texting later that night, the next day, and decided to hang out again on Sunday. It was Thursday. Then he just never replied again. I gave it a shot on Sunday morning, asking him if he still wanted to do something later, And nothing. Then later on Sunday night, I got a notification that he had matched with me on Tinder. I went to look at the notification, and then less than 30 seconds later, he unmatched me there. It was so scummy. I've totally had this happen to me before. We go on this, like, really good date. And it lasts five, six hours. Great conversation the whole time. Real good chemistry. You make plans to meet up again. And you just never hear from them again. Such a mystery. It's happened like two or three times now. And I don't know what happens, whether they generally do want to meet up again. And then the next morning they just think, nah, change my mind. Or they were just pretending that they want to meet up again to make, make the date end. That's bleak. Which is bleak. But it's hard to fake getting on well with somebody. No, it's hard to fake chemistry. Like really intense conversation. Um, I laughs. think there's always something going on in the background. 
always something. Yeah. I think there's more than one date going on in the background. Like, maybe they get on with you, but for whatever reason, they prefer the other date. Or maybe it's even just that they want to keep their options open or they're damaged. Yeah. Or they're actually in a relationship and they're kind of lying. (laughs) (laughs) I know people are really fickle. Yes, they are. And they won't text back for the dumbest reasons. And I know that the, the immediacy of the technology and the convenience of it makes it so easy for us to just bail or flake or never talk to somebody again mm-hmm. in this case. But we shouldn't. We should be decent people. This is why yeah. This is why baby boomers say that millennials suck. It's like, yes, we are dropping the ball in some respects. <laughs> Definitely. I try my best to never ghost on anybody. Yeah, no. I will reply yeah. and I'll reply. If I don't want to meet up, I'll tell them. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree with that too. Mm. Yeah. I've had situations where you tell them that though and I get mad. So <laughs> I think that's why some people choose to go down that route of ghosting people. Next story. We can lighten the mood. It's a <laughs> yep. little bit funny one. We've got another anonymous story. Matched several times on Tinder. Each time one of us ended up ghosting the other. Whether just stopping messaging or straight up standing the other one up on a date. And yet we still matched each other whenever we came back up on Tinder because I guess ghosting isn't really that terrible of an offence. Unsurprising conclusion, we eventually did manage to have a date and it was really fun. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) It reminds me of that story that was floating around. It went viral. It was a man and a woman and they'd matched on Tinder and they were... Be, they uh, would send messages to each other about six months apart and they just made a complete joke of it. So the first one was like, oh, hey, how are you? And then the next message was six months later and it said, oh, hi, sorry, I just had to wash my hair and I got so <laughs> distracted. And then another one was like a year later and they said like, oh, you know, my car broke down, etc., etc." And it really, again, it really does say people just can't be bothered because especially mm-hmm. with the dating apps you get, just an influx of messages and you're like oh god I have to keep up with all of this I just can't I need a PA and then you never get a PA because you can't afford it yeah but I wonder what happened after the really fun date did they get in a relationship or did they just have one really fun day and then they couldn't get their shit together to have a second fun day it doesn't specify but I guarantee they just ghosted each other after the date <laughs> <laughs> so you could have had babies you could have had a long life together like you could have yeah. had good stories but nah like you guys just Drop the ball. Yeah. It's like, this could be us, but you ghosting. <laughs> and then the other one says, but this, I know it could be us, but you also ghosting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this next story comes from Ashley from the Cutaways podcast. Hashtag podcrush. <laughs> she says, so it's not a true ghosting, but my high school boyfriend who quickly became an ex a week after this randomly decided that he was going to cancel and ghost on me the night of a blues hockey game I had bought tickets for us to go to. He just said, can't go, then refused to answer calls or texts. So I took my sister. (laughs) Found out from his best friend who MySpace messaged me after said boyfriend broke up with me, which is a story in of itself. Oh, another episode. Yeah, please send it in. (laughs) Said best friend told me that the now ex backed out of the tickets to go see the great American movie 300 with this girl that he played hockey with and had a crush on. <gasps> He's evil! Yeah. 
That explained the unexpected breakup a month after we had our one-year anniversary and the ghosting. Ooh. Since the ex himself didn't give me a reason for the breakup, just handed me my stuff, asked me for his class ring back. <laughs> so American. Sorry. <laughs> the class ring. After I spent close to three hours on a Friday night helping him run the scoreboard for him while he wrecked the men's league game by, by himself, I used to do this because I could and it was fun. All in all, I think I have discovered that my hatred for Zack Snyder doesn't come from Sucker Punch like I thought it did. Ah. That reminds me a lot of a story you told in a previous episode about your ex asking you to play at a party for your birthday. And then when you did, the day off, she said she was too busy to come. Yeah. That's outrageous. So outrageous. Yeah. (laughs) Just, why can't people... Why can't people just be decent, you know? And why not take this girl to see the movie on a different night? Yeah. Like, if you're going to be a jerk, at least be a polite jerk. <laughs> well, just not take the girl to the movies if you've already seen someone. Well, yeah. I mean, at least that. <laughs> but if you're going to cheat, don't fuck over your girlfriend if he's got the ticket. Yeah, like, that's just, like, double douchebag. Like, first off, you're cheating, and then second off, like, you did the worst thing you could possibly do to a partner ever, and you ghosted them. Yeah. <laughs> you bailed on them failed and you weren't even honourable enough to say why. Yeah. But imagine if he did, like, oh, actually, no, I can't come because I'm seeing someone else tonight who I have a crush on. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> it would be hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's some high school shit there. That's the sort of thing that would be on a TV show Jasmine and I would like to watch. It would, right? Like Gossip Girl. <laughs> <laughs> or Awkward. <laughs> Okay, should we do another one? Yep. Another anonymous story. So this guy I'd been on again, off again with was texting me and basically confessing his love for me. He was always a bit of a flake, but he seemed pretty serious this time. He lived three hours away, so we agreed we'd meet halfway at my cabin and he'd take me out to dinner and talk about everything. I drove for two hours in the pouring rain to get there. Almost died on the way because I was hydroplaning? What does that mean? Basically skinning. Oh, okay. No traction. Get there around 4pm. Text him and I've... Text him I've arrived. And it says, arrived. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) No response. No biggie. Probably busy or driving. Two more hours pass. I text him again with no response. Again, probably still driving. 8, 9, 10pm. Now I'm getting worried. I'm calling and leaving voicemails. Again, no response. So I'm freaking out. There's awful weather. It's thunderstorms and hailing. I'm crying because I'm worried and he's been he's been in an accident or something. Literally stayed up trying to contact him until 4am. Nothing. So the next day I wake up and decided to head back home. Still no fucking response. Pissed at this point. <laughs> I'm blaring st- sad music in my car. Again, pouring down with rain stopping only for gas. I get home and I'm exhausted, so I hop in the shower before I do. I text him, just please text me to let me know you're alive. Get out of the shower. I'm alive. That's it. After all that bullshit, that is the text I got. I told him now there was no chance of this working out. Three months later, I moved to Sacramento and met the love of my life. X texted me about three months into my new relationship to rehash things, and I just said, I wish you well. Bye, Felipe. The rest is history. And that's my ghost story. 
It was a major ghost, but somehow I ended up with my boo. Aww. Yeah, so happy ending. Happy ending, but wow. What a jack. What a bag of dicks. Yeah. <laughs> it's one thing to like ghost someone who's like in the same town as you. Because if you know they're driving hours to see you. Mm-hmm. It's like mega bag of dicks. Mm. It's a sack of dicks. Yeah. It's just like a shipping container of willies. <laughs> <laughs> and then just takes back I'm alive. Nice of him to take back at all. But Why come on. At least like, say sorry. What happened? What happened? You dropped the ball. <laughs> what was he doing? Was he just like, oh, I can't really be bothered. It's it's gross out. It's gross out. So then why didn't he say like, oh, let's not bother. My gut instinct is that he had heaps of anxiety and nerves and just put his head on the ground mm. up his ass. Yeah. He sounds like a total dick, and I'm glad that you met your boo. Your boo. <laughs> and that's the thing. you got to go through these kind of douchebags to be like, I don't like I don't like being dicked around this much by this bag of dicks. Just get rid of those people and then move on to somebody who actually respects you. It just makes me so mad that people out there exist. Well, I'm very sorry, Anonymous, that that happened to you. And yeah. I hope it happens to him one day. I'm sure it has. You know, I'm sure worse has. I hope it has. Um, <laughs> Alright, what's the last story? The last story comes from Meg from Indoors Woman Woo! podcast. We did our outro last week. Nice. It was excellent. I think we did our intro. Oh no, we didn't. We, did, we didn't do an intro. <laughs> but they I forgot did the, that we did that. But they did the outro. <laughs> My husband's friend, let's call him Jake, Asked if we could host his birthday party at our place. Jake and my husband have been friends forever, so we agreed. Fast forward to that weekend and several hours of shopping, cooking and cleaning later, party guests started showing up. But no Jake. No birthday boy. Oh, no way. The hours are going by and the whole time we're texting Jake and his girlfriend. No response. So, we have a party with some folks, only about half of whom we know, for the absent Jake. The next day, we finally get a text from his girlfriend saying, Jake was embarrassed to come because your apartment is bigger than ours. (gasps) No way! What a fucking idiot! She says, what the F? He's a notoriously flaky person, (laughs) but was never that bad before. birthday. You don't want to think about how small his apartment is on his birthday. So we've had girlfriends ghosts on birthday parties. We've had friends ghosts on parties. But never the guest of honour ghosts on a party. Oh yeah. Exactly. Nah, that's that's that, unreal. That's that insane. Amazing. Oh my god. And people went through all that trouble. Who are these people? Who are they? How do these dicks exist? How do you get through every day knowing you're this much of a dick? Do you not know you're a dick? How do you sleep at night? Like, it's not like you're a murderer or a serial killer, but you're just a bad dude, Jake. You're just a bad dude. He must have... Surely he's made it up to them. I don't know. I mean, if he's he's a long-time friend, he was probably forgiven. 
And sometimes you have those friends where you're just like, like I have friends where they're like, oh yeah, sorry, I was going to come round, but then I got high and I would just prefer to stay in my bed. And you just tolerate it because you're just like, I can't be bothered getting mad at you every time you flake out on me. But my God, Jake, you know what? I just, I've decided, Jake, this is maybe the maddest of all the stories for some reason. And I don't know why. I think it's just because everybody put in so much effort and you didn't even show up. So look, you know what? I think you deserve to be outed. I think everyone should know your name. I think, I think we should do this. Jake, if you ever hear this podcast and you recognize yourself in it, I think that you should contact us and we're going to give you an interview. Yeah. An exclusive interview. It'll be fair. You can tell your side of the story because I need to know what the hell was going through your head that night. Mm-hmm. What were you thinking? And also, have you changed your ways? Are you still doing this kind of crap? Come at us, Jake. Yeah. we. Wanna, I want to hear your voice. We want to know why you didn't just ghost one person. You ghosted a whole party of people. Yeah. Who didn't even know each other. <laughs> I mean, come on. Come on, Jake. Oh, that was beautiful. That was so beautifully awful. I just can't get over the fact that it wasn't like this party was forced on him. <laughs> We're asked, so mad about the party. Asked for that specific venue. And he's been there before. Mm. You know, it's funny. It's like I said, there's always a story and you don't get to hear the story. You don't get to hear what's going on in the background. A friend of mine couldn't come to my 20th birthday party. And I'm 26 now. We're still mates. And he told me the other day why he couldn't come. At the time, he told me he was sick. I found out that his girlfriend hated me. And to keep the peace, he decided not to come. Wow. Yep. I won't name that friend, but oh my god. Did he make the right call? No. Because <laughs> she broke up with him. She was awful yeah. to him. And you're clearly awesome. Yeah, exactly. But we're still friends. Exactly. It's like I said, it's like your friends sometimes do have to do what they gotta do. And you forgive them for it. And like, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, talking to Jake. Honestly, though, I don't know. For some reason, like, if Jake is in New Zealand, I feel like I want to buy him a beer. Because I just want to be like, Jake, talk to me. Yeah. But I feel like if I set up a date with Jake, he'd bail on me. (laughs) I would buy the beer. And he'd bail on me. Oh, God. Not cool, Jake. Not cool, Jake. Uh, That's why everyone's... Oh, that's why everyone says not cool, Jake. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like this should be like an international meme. Like, yeah. oh. Hashtag not cool, Jake. I would have gone to my mum's birthday party, but I was jealous that... <laughs> she had a house and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I was jealous that she got my brother a bit of Christmas present, so I didn't bother celebrating her 70th. You know, it's like, Jake, come on. And also, isn't that party at someone else's place... So much better because they will clean up work. afterwards. Oh my god, I love parties at other people's houses. Ah, <sighs> wow. So your story. I got two stories that I could tell. One is the seven-minute date. That's an amazing story. I don't know why you thought you had shit ghosting stories. Well, I'm trying to decide: is this like a dating stories episode story, or is it a ghosting story? It's a pretty amazing dating stories episode. It is. I don't know. I feel like it's beyond ghosting because you saw her ghost. Yeah. Let's tease that one. 
Yeah, it is an incredible story that just turned into like months and months of resentment on our part. Just like, how could she do that? Yeah, coming soon to High Expectations, Jasmine and the Seven Minute Day. The Seven Minute Day. It sounds like seven minutes in heaven, but it wasn't. It wasn't heaven. It was seven minutes in hell. All right, so what's your second story? Second story is, I've kind of had the experience that Kim has had. Like, I've had the whole, like, great date, never have them again kind of thing. But I've had the, we hang out almost every day, several times a week, texting a lot, hanging out. And one time she says, I think I'm going to go home now. And I'm like, is everything okay? And she says, yeah, it's fine. And she leaves. And I never hear from her again. That still, still really works me up. I don't understand these people. And this is like... <laughs> After like a year of knowing each other. Yeah. And romantically as well, right? Yeah. Like you weren't, how do you put it? Like it wasn't a serious relationship as such, but you were romantically linked for over a year. Is that how you put it? Or would you say it was actually a relationship that you ghosted on? Let's just say linked. Okay. Still a dick move. Like all that time invested. Even though you haven't put a name on it or a label on it, it doesn't mean that you can just leave and yeah. never talk to that person again because they have so much emotionally invested. Yeah. <sighs> Horrible shit. <laughs> Don't do that to people. What more sucks is that that person's kind of on the periphery of your life and you have to hear about them every so often and you still feel in yourself, mm. if you have, don't mind me saying, just that yeah. resentment. Because you feel for that past self because you, you love yourself, really. Mm. Like, I think we all have an ego and we all have a sense of pride, which is important because if we didn't, we would just you know, incredibly depressed and have really low self-esteem. So our sense of pride always makes us think, why would they do that to me? I deserve better. And that's why, like, that story about, was it the one driving out in the rain and then she ended up meeting the love of her life anyway? Yeah. So it's like, and whatever. I met someone better anyway, but you still hold that anger inside yourself. I was someone that, that didn't matter enough to even say goodbye to Fuck her, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck her. Okay, I don't know. Mine's not as interesting as everyone else's. I feel it's kind of a coming-of-age story, though. Okay. So, everyone likes a coming-of-age story. I was in a relationship for four years. From the time that I was 14 till the time that I was 18. Which yeah. could be a whole episode in and of itself. We're still friends, and his biggest hobby is foraging for mushrooms. I kid you not. <laughs> Towards the end of my relationship with him, I was like, this is fine it's chugging along but I'm 18 years old and I've never ever known anyone else intimately and I was getting really curious this has happened to me more than once in my life and I just wanted to know what it was like to be with somebody else and a whole bunch of other reasons culminated and we ended up breaking up on and off again but we were off again when I finally told him I've already been there with somebody else and not much happened with this person but from a very emotionally vulnerable place I was 100% committed to something that didn't exist I'll explain so he was flirting with me when I was still in the relationship and then when the relationship ended we went on a date I was like screw it let's see what's gonna happen okay and then he was a dick for the entire date and he spent the entire time talking about how he'd hooked up with so many girls at my school that were in my year naming them by name and like in retrospect I was obviously just another notch in his belt 
But he was quite a strange person in that we did go home to his house in Ara Valley. I remember we walked all the way there and up a huge hill to a mouldy flat. And he turned on Mm -hmm. some shitty music and Mm -hmm. we made out. And that was all that happened. But because I'd never experienced being close to somebody else before in my life, it was like fireworks for me. It was just an incredible sensational experience. And I was hooked. I was like, this person, rather than this experience, this person is somebody I want to be with and somebody I want to be around. And he wasn't interested in it being more than one night. But he failed to tell me that. So he drove me home and he was kind of a dick when he drove me home and dropped me off. And I was like, okay, so I'll see you again soon. And I think he said something like, yeah, sure. And then left. And then he failed to ever meet up with me again or ever respond to my messages. And I became more and more obsessed. And unlike some of the other stories, I actually, and this is something I've consistently done my whole life, pulled him up on it. I said, you know what? I was really into you. I wanted to meet up again. I know nothing happened really, you know, as the fight of the Concord say, a kiss is not a contract. But at the time, I didn't realize that. I thought when you liked somebody a lot, and this is a lesson I'm still learning. When you, I thought when you liked somebody a lot, you'd end up in a relationship regardless of how their experience in life, and it takes two. So that was, you know, a fault on my part, and I've learned from it, but I just still think, what a dick. Why couldn't you just tell me, like, I'm not interested? And it's an experience that happened to pretty much everyone, but because I had never been with anyone except for my boyfriend, pretty much. Hmm. I was so vulnerable and he should have treated me with sensitivity and care and he treated me so callously. Yeah. It's like the campsite rule. Yeah. Leave someone the same or better than you found them. Yep. Pretty much. What a dick. It was a dick. All right. Hamish, you want to tell you a story? Special guest joining us now, Hamish. (laughs) And has the honour, it's definitely an honour, of being the first... Male guest on High Expectations. Hi. <laughs> I'm really overwhelmed. We've never had a voice that deep on the podcast. It's weird. <laughs> um, Hamish is my best friend and housemate. And right now he's cuddling my puppy. puppy. Hey. <laughs> my name is Hamish. As you already know, I mainly play games and watch sports and cuddle puppies. <laughs> that is my life. That'd be a good Tinder profile. (laughs) (laughs) So you got a story for us? I've been ghosted. I met this girl on Tinder, I think it was about three years ago now, and... (laughs) So, you met three years ago, and it was actually quite hard to meet up with her in the first place. Yeah, it was difficult to meet up with her in the first place. She kept cancelling dates and plans. She, the first time she got called by the temp agency, and they said that they had a day's work for her, so she wouldn't work that day that we... I happen to have a date, which is pretty much fair. I mean, if you're going to get work, get work. Yeah. Um, we went on a date at Laundry for some reason. I can't remember if I was the one who suggested it. But Probably. I hope I wasn't because it's an awful place. <laughs> Sorry, Laundry. Um, <laughs> laundry for our international listeners is a bar that literally used to be a laundry and it was converted into a bar one and cafe. One of the most hipster bar cafes I've ever come across. <laughs> and it's directly opposite like a burger food truck which is Shit. a regular fixture in Wellington's uh, culinary landscape they're both shit and Hamish is very fussy and thinks they're both shit 
Anyway, that just that just sets the scene of what Wellington's like. <laughs> Carry um, on, sorry. She was very weird. She said she was a creationist. I don't actually think she understood what the creationist term meant, or I don't understand what the creationist term means, and I haven't bothered to actually find out since. It means you don't believe in evolution. It means you believe in Adam and Eve and okay. God. Her idea of what creationism was, that you believe in God at the same time as believing in evolution. No. Okay, she was stupid. Um, <laughs> I was real nervous. I don't know if I made her laugh. It turned out later on that she didn't actually understand sarcasm. <laughs> That's my favourite bit of it. Yeah. So yeah, we had that date. I drove her home. I don't know why I needed to say that. Because nothing happened. And then, so we tried to, I tried to get around or have another date with her at some point. But she was, again, quite difficult to get over. Probably should have taken a hint. Finally, she came over. I was going to make dinner, but she didn't want dinner. That's when I found out she didn't understand sarcasm because I made a joke about a plane or something. I can't remember what the joke was. It's pretty crap. Sad. But it would be kind of like, oh, yeah, like, oh, just a completely ridiculous joke. And yeah. she would be like, mm, she just looked, I see that, and she just looked at me, and and I was like, I'm oh, sorry, I was being sarcastic. She's like, oh, I don't understand that sarcasm. I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense now. We watched Star Wars and... Star Wars A New Hope. Who chose that? I don't know. I think I did. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I was real nervous. We were in our beds and I didn't make a move until the morning. In our bed, eh? <laughs> I'm sorry! <laughs> in your I was, bed. I was in my bed and I didn't make a move until the morning because I was just real nervous. Ended up sleeping together in the morning. We had a spit came when <laughs> she was giving me a hand job. I did my thing. Um, I went and got something for her to clean up with, clean her hands. And as I was getting it, I sort of, out of the corner of my eye, looked at her and saw her bring her hand up to her, her the hand with the cum on it, up to her nose, smell it, and then make a grimace on her face. And I, like, and I was a little bit upset that my cum apparently smelled quite bad. Um... Then took her home and then I would leave her a couple of days. I was trying to do the normal the thing. cool thing. Cool thing. Trying not to be too I desperate. basically text somebody back immediately after the date like, that was so much fun. Yeah. Which is probably a bad thing to do. <laughs> but yeah, and then I texted her and she wasn't very receptive. Like she texts back a couple of times and then not really reply. I invited her to my... My birthday party, which you guys came to. Oh yeah, I remember that. To be honest, I was mainly just seeing if I could get some birthday hanky-panky afterwards. She was like, yeah, maybe, sort of, pretty much. That was the last I heard from her. I tried texting her a couple of times after that, and just nothing. I've seen her a few few times since. One time with a guy holding hands with him. But yeah, it was more of a, I'd say it was more of a fadeaway slash ghost, because there was still a little bit of contact after. But... And then it was after that birthday, it was just boom, gone. Aww. That amazing story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so, listeners, don't be a bag of dicks. Yeah. If you don't want to see someone anymore, say that you aren't feeling it. Say that you met someone else. What do you want to say? Say something. Yeah. Something's better than nothing. And if you agreed to meet up with someone, tell them you're not coming. 
especially if they're gonna travel hours to see you or like just asshole or just go uh, go it'll go it's probably gonna be fine when you get there yeah you have fun yeah get some hanky panky <laughs> Hey, this is Nikki and Rosanna from Something Cheeky Podcasts. Thanks so much for listening to High Expectations. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell a friend. Tell everyone you know. Definitely. If you have any comments or questions, please send an email to highexpectationspodcasts at gmail.com or leave a comment on a post. You can find High Expectations on Facebook and Instagram at High Expectations Podcast or on Twitter at High X Podcast. That's at H-I-G-H-E-X podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes. SoundCloud. Pocket Casts. Podcast Addict. The entire internet. Everywhere. Or whatever obscure podcast app that you use that we've never heard of. Have a great week. Also, please keep me a non-lol. So let's edit out everything I said. <laughs> <laughs> That's a job for you. <laughs> Okay. Ever wish you had sisters? Come be our four sisters, we bitch. I mean, discuss childhood, adulthood, sisterhood. All the hoods of life. And the painfully hilarious moments that make them. Our way of coping is a lot more fun than therapy. We We promise. promise. Wait, you guys, we didn't even say the name of the podcast. Listen to Damn Girl on iTunes.